0: Keep Matt and Kimber podcast for the return of Australia's biggest party, Fridays Live, presented by RMB Fridays, with live performances from Macklemore, TLC, Acon, Craig David, Ashanti, and more. Saturday, November five at HBF Park. Final tickets from FrontierTouring.com.
1: Next ninety four point five. Hi, welcome to the podcast.
2: Welcome to the podcast. Lots of great things in it today. Yeah. Kitty Flanagan joins us because it's second season of Fisk.
1: Yes, yes. Cute show. Very cute show. Yeah, I like and it. The wonderful woman. Um, uh, yes, Well,
3: on the back of the budget, of course, we had to speak with Michelle Money Maynard to,
1: you know, clear it all up for us. Well, she she just tells us what's important, what's in it for us, yes. rather than having to sift through 500 pages. Mm, and it gives
2: Pete the opportunity to use alliteration as much as he can when he says mm. finance fund with Michelle Money yes, Maynard. Yes, that's true too. Yeah. Yes, it's
1: very, very good. Uh, did you mess up your booking? I mean, so, you have. Oh, what an so many idiot. people have.
2: It's so easy to make a mistake in booking a flight or a hotel or Stupid
1: something. Stupid daylight savings. So dumb. Stupid East Coast I, time I, zones. I, Stupid. Because we put it out there for people to call in tell us their stories. I don't think any of us were prepared for the phone call that we got. Oh, that <laughs> like was a, <laughs> like an epic, wasn't it? Was it? Amazing. <laughs> uh, and how long have you not showered for? more answers we weren't prepared for either what a dude yeah uh, all right yeah, enjoy the podcast Pete, Matt and um hey have you guys heard of amu haji no no, no? should uh, we yeah he should have done uh, mm. he's had a documentary written about him he's Has he? had scientists study him uh oh. all sorts of things about amu this bloke. amu haji amu haji is an iranian man okay. and uh, he's passed away at the tender age of 94 overnight <laughs> That's him okay. telling people to go away. Why? Oh. Because Amu Haji is the world's dirtiest man... He hasn't taken oh. a shower for 67 years. Oh. What? Yeah. Why was he
3: telling other people to go away? Cuz they want him to have a shower. Oh, I yeah. see. Right. 67
2: years? He 67 years.
3: Well, with water man. prices the way they are, Kimber, <laughs> I tell you, I'm on board.
2: What's he doing just wiping himself with a baby wipe? Not what even. Is no, no, no,
1: not even to see a picture of this bloke. Like he is just covered in filth and dirt no. and so he's he hasn't uh hasn't had a shower in 67 years. Um, He lives off, or lived, off uncooked porcupine roadkill, drinking dirty water from puddles out of a rusty oil can. Like the, 94. He was 94. probably never
3: sick a day in his life. Uh,
1: he, uh, he had a fondness for smoking animal dung out of an old pipe. He would smoke four cigarettes really? at a time. I mean, this guy was the elixir <laughs> of hell.
2: I mean, no friends. Is that the new vaping? (laughs) (laughs) No friends, no family, and no one wants to spend any time around No, but that's the thing. He had
1: friends. He had friends, and this might be his undoing. Woodland creatures. No, his friends came to him in the village and said, this is not the way that you can live because you'll struggle to make more friends and also possibly find a girlfriend. They finally convinced him to have a shower this year. Oh, and he's passed away. Oh
4: <laughs> now, no!
1: That was all that was holding him together. <laughs> well, there's the there's the thing, right? You think the so, shower killed him? Uh, no, I mean I, nobody's making that connection. I'm kind of making that connection. <laughs> I think it's, you are. Well, it's one of those things where, like, he's you know scientists have studied this guy, right, to find out what kind of life forms might have taken up home in his body. Sure. Oh, nothing. No bacteria. No parasites, a little bit of trichinosis, which is like that comes from eating raw meat. And it's apparently it's a common infection. But nothing. No HIV, no hepatitis. You know, like the guy was I mean, for want of a better term, squeaky clean. Yeah. <laughs> in of, in of all of that sort of stuff. But he had a shower this year. And uh, yes, he's passed away. Now I'm making the connection. I, I don't know if it's actual connection. Nobody's no, saying that it is. No. But three but anyway.
2: days. Three days is all I've got. Three in days me. is if what you've I reckon. Got. If I can't shower by the third day, mm. I I'm probably not a happy person to be around. Right. I like the feeling of a shower. Yeah, I yeah. I like yeah. what it does for me. So yeah. three. I mean, I could go three days without a shower, but after that, I just think I would become unpleasant. I've done five. At a festival. Oh, god. And it was only and on the like fifth day that I... Oh, it was... Dis- I was disgusting.
3: Mm. I was disgusting. And it was only... Oh. Then I discovered there was a shower on the other side of the... <laughs> of the
1: park. I want to know how long you went without having a wash this morning. <laughs> how long did you go? Uh, Matt in Oakford, how long did you go without a without a wash? Uh, it wasn't me. It was my old man just recently. So he's walking the and truck from north to south. Oh, oh Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was nine days in and snapped one of his walking poles. So he gave me a bell and he said, can you come up and bring me one? So I went out in the bush and delivered it to him. And he jumped in the car and I said, get back out again, because you're bloody future <laughs> And he's 62. So maybe it's when you hit your 60s, you stop sharing as much. Maybe. And, uh, stop caring.
3: <laughs> yeah. how's, he, how's he
1: going on his walk? He's going pretty good. He's down at Pemberton now. So, um, He's uh, just about halfway.
2: Oh, on That's him. a bucket yeah. list for
1: me. 100%. I want to do that. Truly. Yeah. I hope I get to 60 and actually can be bothered doing something. Yeah. That's like great. showering? Yeah, yeah. Like
2: walking, anything really. Um,
1: wish him well for us, Maddie. We've got Grace in tapping. How long did you go without a wash? I went for two weeks. Ooh, oh, what were the circumstances, know? Grace? Um, we were travelling to the Big Red Bash um, uh, across the Simpson Desert. Mm-hmm. Um, in Birdsville, and uh, it took us two weeks to get there, so we didn't shower for two weeks.
2: Mm. Were God. you like baby wiping or cleaning yourself along the way?
1: Um,
4: pretty much. Yeah, we're just cleaning like um, underarms and things like that with like water bottles and stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, right. Yeah. Wipe your pits. Did you did you have it as soon as you got there? Did you have a wash? Yeah. Now, yeah. what did that we feel? What did that feel like? It felt. Sorry, good. I'll bet. Yeah. I bet. Was, I was 14 and I still remember the feelings. <laughs> uh,
2: Sometimes gross. it's the only way I would get through a session at the gym was to be like, think of how good the shower's going to be yeah, after yeah, this because I hated
1: every minute I was there. Uh, Maddie and Baldivers, hey, mate, how long?
5: Uh, just under 28 days. Oh, where were you? <laughs> so um, I used to serve with the uh, Australian Army in the Defence Force. So we did a um, live fire exercise. So we had to travel. Um, in convoy, um, and each night there would be breakdowns, so I'd be up uh, assisting with repairing breakdowns, so you'd miss showers and things like that, do the live fire, get back home, and um, by that stage I just wanted to get home and have a shower.
3: 28 days.
1: Matt, what starts happening to your body after not showering for 28 days?
5: Well, um, obviously I, I had... Um, camouflage uniforms on. I only had three of them. All of them were covered in cordite and black and solid. And when I got home, my girlfriend saw us uh, at the door and sent us around the back to jump in the swimming pool to clean ourselves first before coming in the house.
3: Dude, we can spend billions on nuclear subs that we can't give our people some baby wipes. I mean, really. Yeah. She's the accounting ace who is nerdy about numbers and fanatical about finance. Please welcome, from Carbon Group, Michelle Money Mayner. Oh,
1: wonderful. Hey! Well, bless the fact that a budget gets handed down because it gives us the opportunity yes. to catch up with our favourite Mish. How are you?
2: I'm well. How are you? Well, we're great. We didn't know how we were going to go about the budget, but um, given we don't really understand it, can we throw to you? Sure,
0: can I, okay, so budget night is like Christmas for me, right? So let me explain how I feel about this budget. It's like it's Christmas and your presents are all there and you open them and Grandma says you'll get it in about 18 months.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. And, And who exactly is getting the present?
0: yeah not a lot of us like we're so used to budgets being about you know what is it in it for us you know how is it going to hit our bank account and how we're we going to be um changed right now and the short version is this is a very big ideas budget and a long-term budget, so there's no cost of living pressure relief immediately, like you know, childcare will get cheaper in a year and tax cuts will come in in two years and those sorts of things, but it's more about addressing big issues like housing shortages and job shortages and, and trying to stimulate the economy that way because as we know, it's really, really interesting times. Interest rates are rising, inflation is up, so they can't really pump more money into the economy right now.
3: Okay, well then, you know, we, we always bemoan governments who so are clearly using these things as vote winners. So are you saying this is a, a sensible budget, a budget from a government that has a vision, and what sort of score out of 10 would you give it?
0: Okay, so I think it's sensible in the respect that it's not... They haven't gotten it from a people-pleasing perspective. And, and you know, and that, like you said, Matt, they normally try and, and woo us with a budget. Yeah. And, and saying that we are a little way away from an election, so you know, they, this is not normally the one that does that. I think it's, it's good for what we need. I don't... The hard part for the federal government, and I do give them the credit, is that they can't make a lot of quick moves, right? They're the the big top end of town, so whatever they do takes a little while to filter through. Mm -hmm. So it's sensible, it's the budget we needed to have and all those sorts of things. Um, It's definitely not people-pleasing, but for those people that need to be pleased and that are doing it tough, they're going to be asking the question about why there wasn't more done to help them. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Michelle, is there space here for a stupid question? Of course. Thank you. Um, Are there checks and balances done on these budgets? Like they say we're giving this much money and we're going to do this much, but do they ever release a thing to the public where we all get to see how much actually went into these things and where that money went?
0: Oh, so you don't read that like me? No, okay. Um, <laughs> they do. I mean, not that many people pay attention to them. They do. But becoming when it comes to checks and balances, there's a lot of interesting things on this and, um, and things are raised. So they, they make a lot of assumptions in these budgets, right? And one of them was things like iron ore is about $60 a tonne and we'll stay at that. and you know, And other minerals will be a different... When we know that they are three or four times that. So, these budgets can be manipulated, right? And the reason they would undervalue those minerals is because they would want to have a better budget outcome than what they were expecting. But, yes, every year they have to report about what they've done the year before, and if you want to have a good read or go to sleep, either or read one of those. Okay, so you're, you're, you're
3: saying it's a good budget. Your dog, what's the, what's the dog's yeah, opinion
0: yeah, Teddy, on the budget? Teddy's, Teddy, the tax dog, uh, is really happy. Okay, wonderful,
1: wonderful. Two out of three. <laughs> hey, Mish, always a pleasure to catch up with you. If you want more information, you get in touch with Michelle Maynard through Carbon Group. But, uh, it's great Christmas is here again for you. It's just great to celebrate it with you, Michelle. I just wish
0: Grandma gave me a present a little sooner, but thanks very much, guys. Thanks,
1: Michelle.
3: <laughs> Kimber, uh, you said something yesterday. I don't know if you realised the effect it had on me, but it made oh. me feel very, very old. Do you remember oh. what I'm talking about?
2: <laughs> um, yes, I do. Um, well, you remember these two girls?
0: Is this your costume? Yeah. yeah. Why is that? I mean, love I love it. it. I'm we just lo- asking. We love pink. That's <laughs> love- first answers. We love pink. <laughs> All right. We and we like the fluffy Second dresses. answer is what? <laughs> <Stangies>. <laughs> and we like the fluffy dresses. Yes. <laughs> that you. How long did it take you to memorise that? Because that's a lot yeah. of words. Well, we learned it about in a week... Really, we picked up the words in like two days. Nikki we Mines. love Nicki Minaj. We want to meet her so much.
2: <laughs> Sophia Grace and her cousin Rosie, yes. right? Those girls—they did the Nicki Minaj cover of uh, Super Bass. It made them famous. They were on Ellen for years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it turns out now that um sophia grace is pregnant oh that's how grown up she is grown, she's I, pregnant is gorgeous
3: i didn't even watch ellen but i knew who those two were but it you know, doesn't and it feel feels like, like it was yesterday yeah and, you know, I deal with quite a bit of ageism in here in the workplace. You know, when I,
2: whenever I want to do, try a, and tone it down. do a bit <laughs> of a,
3: a bit of a break and, you know, I try and sexy it up with a bit of music, I always go to the producers, well, hey, what about that song? And they give me the look like, uh, what century was that thong from? And then we play something a little bit more
2: modern. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise they have to go out to the old archives out the back yes, and get it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes.
3: And, and, you know, I'm getting to that age now where I refuse to sort of celebrate my birthday because I don't want to count up anymore, but I'm also. So, you know, waking up in the morning with pains that I didn't go to bed with, uh, achy bits all over the shop. But I think I've found the secret to eternal youth. What is oh. It's hanging out with older Australians. Because <laughs> I was at the shops the other day. Went to the 12 items or less uh, aisle, mm-hmm. and of course the, the older Australian in front of me decided to have 112 items, and yes. that's fine because I wasn't in any rush.
2: And because they're an older Australian.
3: And they're an older Australian. That's their right. They've paid their taxes. They, they can go in any aisle they want, basically. So I was behind another older Australian who would actually let me in because I only had one thing, and we got chatting. And I started going da 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 and when older Australians start saying to you, oh, you're so <laughs> You've still got so much time You're just a boy You know And I started feeling really good about myself Like yeah, I've st- I can still make some dreams You know, moderately come true yeah,
2: Why not? Absolutely And as
3: I walked away We'd had a lovely chat And I wished her a good day And I heard her say to the to the Coles person What a lovely young man <laughs> And I just I, I thought this is what you need to do Because they used to say Hang out with young people It'll make you feel yeah. younger Yeah and I tried that, and, I, you know, I can't keep up. Go the other way. You
2: are just a young man. In fact, you make me think of the young man like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, okay. who's mm. 42 this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Looks like it's back to the shops of the old Doesn't it, mate. <laughs> mate
3: ah, well, here comes that lovely young boy again. <laughs>
1: She's the award-winning stand-up
3: comic, writer and actress who's been having us in stitches for years and now returns to our screens for Season 2 of Fisk.
4: Fisk.
1: Fisk with a K.
3: It's the one and
4: only
1: Kitty Flanagan. Premieres tonight at 9 o'clock on ABC TV and ABC iView. The wonderful Kitty Flanagan, how are you? Oh,
4: I'm very well. I'm excited about tonight. I'm pumped, planning a dinner with my friends and then a, then a screening. <laughs> it's going to be an exciting time.
2: Well, honestly, I mean, the only thing better than being able to write a fantastic show and write and perform a fantastic show is when they say, "Can you please bring it back again?"
4: Yeah, yeah, that was that was very exciting. We we weren't sure if that was going to happen. Uh, so yeah, thrilled to be back. And uh, tonight, I'll be watching my friends watch it because I can't watch it anymore. I've seen it a million times in the edit. <laughs> so I'm just going to watch my friends and go, do you think that was funny? Do I love it? Do I love it? You're laughing at that? Great, thanks. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, good.
3: <laughs> what reactions are you most scared of? Is it the kind of,
4: yeah, that was good or,
3: oh, no, really, really interesting?
4: Uh, yeah, it's it's the one that starts yeah no. That, that, that's the one you never want. D- did you not like it? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Anything that starts with yeah no, I mean, you're in trouble.
1: Um, what's for dinner, Kitty? What are you what are you serving? Are you cooking?
4: No, we're going out to a restaurant.
1: Oh, yeah? What kind of restaurant?
4: Going fancy. Going what? to going Shane to D'Elia's restaurant. Maha, if you're ever in Melbourne. Hey, Kitty, you know... And now you're all thinking, Kitty's talking herself up. She's just getting a kebab from down the street. and going to watch it at home by. <laughs>
3: <it>. <laughs> you know, when we do these interviews, our lovely producers give us a, a an info sheet. And I'll be honest, I've never had to look at it when we're talking to you because I love you, followed your career, you're amazing, what more there is there to say. But today... Something jumped out at me that I didn't know oh, about no. you, about <laughs> you being or training as a, a, a phys ed teacher. Should I be surprised oh, yeah. that you went down that route <laughs> in an early uh, incarnation?
4: <laughs> well, if you weren't surprised, you'd be the only person in the world who wasn't surprised. <laughs> Everyone was shocked. Uh, my mother laughed in my face when I said I was going to be a PE teacher. She said, I give it three months. And I think it was because she said that that I stuck with it for 12 months. Ah. But she was right. I wanted to give it up after the first day. <laughs> but,
1: um... uh, hey, um, Kitty, before we let you go, tell us just what, what are we looking forward to with regards to what's on the menu for Fisk Season 2?
4: Uh, well, Helen's back in Brown, uh, downtown Brown's back. <laughs> um, and uh, George steps up as well this season, so I look forward to that. George, uh, George finds his voice this season, which is going to
1: be great. Uh, New season of Fisk, 9 o'clock tonight on the ABC, and you can grab it on ABC iview as well. Kitty Flanagan, always a pleasure.
2: Hey, thanks so much, guys. Guys, I'm getting on a plane. Yay. I'm getting on a plane. I'm leaving the state for... About 48 hours. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's not a lot. Uh, but I'm going to Sydney because I am lucky enough to go and see a preview before it comes to Perth mm. of Moulin Rouge! The Musical. Oh, It's going to be here in February, oh, yeah. but I'm going over to Sydney to check it out beforehand to let you know what it's like. And it's really nice to be sent on a junket. Looking forward to going. The mm. lovely folks at Peach and Pineapple sending me along and They've been so kind going, look, how do we need to accommodate your work? What yeah. do you need to do so that you can still do the show each morning, uh, but still come and see Moulin Rouge and Musical on Thursday night? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Thanks so much. I really spent some time thinking about what time the flights needed to be, yeah. how I needed to make it work, and to accommodate you guys as well with our show. Yeah. Mm. And they accommodated me with that. They gave me the flights. They've organized everything. Well,
3: you're Kimber Cahill. Well, yeah, Of course they can do that.
2: Yeah, well, last Mm. night I checked and um, I've stuffed up my booking. I've stuffed it up. I've given them the wrong time. I forgot about the time difference
3: coming home. Oh, the three-hour now time difference. It's
1: been a while since you've
3: flown, hasn't it?
2: I forgive you for that. I'm out of practice. Mm. I'm out of practice and I've tried to, you know, get a flight at the right time coming home and I've basically realised I've done it three hours too early because of the time difference. So now I'm going to be rushing around. And the the idea is, I could get back to them and say I've made an error. Be could we change it? Oh, I'm too embarrassed. Yeah, I understand. That. I've stuffed up this booking. It oh. is my fault, and I want to know how did you mess up your booking? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that I, what I'm annoyed about is I actually spent time thinking about it, going. Oh well, after we do the show, I'll go out and have a little, you know, relaxation. No, no Hang maybe. on,
1: you're not you're not putting enough mayo on this because we've heard about it for the past three weeks. <laughs> but uh, seriously, <laughs> you've been you have I been. It's
2: like I'm going to go and relax in the hotel and have ca- a shower. You've had
1: calendars out. You've had <laughs> yeah. you've had different clocks with different time zones. I've,
3: I've seen that many pictures of Alan Joyce on the Qantas website <laughs> as she tries to find the right bloody
2: flight. Well, what if I go this time? Oh, I do this, time know, this day. Just, it's the worst when you really want to. Do make the right effort and book yeah. it for someone or do something special yeah. for someone. Well, and you then... might, well, Imagine if
3: you if you got the wrong date for your wedding, if you booked mm. a, um, a, a, like well, a reception centre or something and turned up and like, no, no, no. no. I think it happens <laughs>
2: all the time. Stuart in Canningvale, what did you do?
6: Oh, I had a bit of a mad trip to America. Mm. Um, did New York, then flew over to Vegas, ended up in LA. And uh, heading out, like checked out the hotel, got to the airport, me and one of my good friends, Sweet, arrived plenty of hours early get back to london um carry on with work and all that kind of jazz we were 24 hours early i had messed up our booking so we had checked out the hotel oh. ready to head home oh. at the airport like bags in hand oh. to be told that we're 24 hours early we can't get on the flight <laughs> that's pain right there
2: oh my god did you have to stay in the airport all night
6: um, no, we decided to go back to the hotel we've been staying in for the last five days. Had made, you know, plenty of memories and stuff there. Yeah. Get back, hotel fully booked.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah.
6: So,
3: yeah. And they saw the, the state of your room, Stu, and said, you're not
6: welcome back, I'm yeah. afraid. Yeah, pretty much.
2: We
6: had the slippers a lot. Um, so we decided to hit happy hour at the bar. Oh, no.
2: Um,
6: yeah, oh. we we did happy hour. The bubbles were flowing and stuff like that. Um, the following morning, myself and my mate woke up in two separate hotel rooms after a bit of a carnage of a pool party. And Stuart. There was... oh, Stuart, I can't Did wait Did you for the make bull. the flight? Uh, well, walking back towards reception, there was swimwear like Christmas baubles all over the trees down the path and stuff like that. Grabbed our bags, made it to the airport, seedy as all hell and thankfully got on the plane that we were meant to be on, but then had to explain to my boss um, why I didn't make work. <laughs> oh, it's like the Hangover 4.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I we'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I
3: think
0: so. <laughs> Matt and Kimber podcast for the return of Australia's biggest party. Fridays live, presented by RMB Fridays, with live performances from McLemore, TLC, Akon, Craig David, Ashanti, and more. Saturday, November 5 at HBF Park. Final tickets from FrontierTouring.com.
3: Next 34.5.